We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Alexander. McCollum staying with him. Spins, gets inside. Left-handed off the glass. Oh, what a sweet move. Giddy, tough spot. Back door. What a pass. What a play. And Jada picks the pocket of Trey Young. He'll take it himself. This is Lutharty. You're listening to the Uncontested. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Uncontested Post game show on this Wednesday, part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and DailyThunder.com. I'm your host for the night, JD Silva, here with a fella, Jacob Niffin. Fella. Hey, feels good, doesn't it? Feels great. What, the win or the fellas? Both. See all of the above. See all the above. Uh, Before we dig in, get started, do all the old rigmarole first, um, be sure to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Leave us a five-star rating if you have not done so already. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Oh, sorry, X. Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and so on. YouTube. Um, I don't know if you said YouTube, but make sure you're on the YouTube so you can join the stream every night. Yeah, get on the stream. Um, it's, but, Jake, but before you dive, can I yep. plug a few things too? Absolutely. Um, some of the uncontested boys have been uh, pulling a Walter White. We're in the lab cooking right now. We've got some fun stuff coming up for the show. Uh, you'll have to see. No, uh, maybe some new merch. Not what Walter uh, White was cooking, though. No, n- not meth. Okay. We got some new merch on the way. We've got, uh, I think JD is going to work on the intro a little bit. We're going to get some new thunder calls on the intro. I am cooking up a new soundbite for the pod that will be an absolute banger. So we've got some fun stuff coming our way on the show here. Um, fun one tonight, Silva. Uh, I, I do want it to be noted that Taylor was the only one that took the win for tonight's game. So wow. shout out to uh, shout out to Taylor. The rest of us yeah. all took L. I took an L. I'm in now, the boys. flip side, <laughs> where we might be screwed, is all of us took a win on Friday except for Taylor. So we'll see how that plays out. That's interesting. I took uh, several L's. So I went, I was at the game tonight. You know, I got the old jersey on here if you're watching in the stream. Um, as I was you walking, playing? huh? You got the jersey on because you got in? You played no. a little bit? And notice my love patch is not here. It The sucker flew off. 
uh, a couple weeks ago, but I, I'm kind of okay with that. But um, foreshadowing, foreshadowing. Uh, as I was walking to the arena uh, with my girlfriend, a large bug that I thought was a leaf hit me in the shoulder. Um, I quickly realized it was not a leaf, and it was still on my shoulder, crawling towards my neck. So I was uh, flinging my arms around outside of Scissortail Park. Crawling on yeah. my neck. So that's happening. I also have some sort of upper respiratory ailment that is not what you all think it might be. Um, but nonetheless, Silva's so so a super spreader, folks. I'm not. I'm not. Let's I'm talk not. some basketball. Let's talk basketball. The Thunder played the Cleveland Cavaliers tonight in OKC, a rematch of uh, a game a couple weeks ago from our watch party. They won the game 128 to 120, and it was a banger, Jacob. It was. Silva, coming into this one, I was so fascinated because when the Thunder played the Cavs the second game of the season, Jarrett Allen was out. Mm -hmm. Darius Garland was out, two starters. And the Darius Garland thing for me was like, he's good, but that wasn't the, the big threshold question mark for me. For me, it was Jarrett Allen and right. putting two bigs on the floor versus just the one in Evan Mobley. Game one, it was undeniable that Chet just absolutely outplayed Evan Mobley. I was super fascinated to see in tonight's matchup, would Chet guard Jared Allen? Or would he guard Evan Mobley still? And would they maybe play two bigs a lot of the night? Mm -hmm. um, would they experiment a little bit? And what we saw tonight, I thought, we'll dive into it, was fascinating. But that coming into tonight, that was the big question for me. And it's it's funny you bring that up because that was my biggest thing going in, and it almost seemed like as I was watching this game that that, that the a healthy Cleveland team played more into Oklahoma City's advantage because they added Jared Allen, who's not going to do a lot on offense. They added Evan Mobley. I, it's kind of an eye opening night for me, honestly. I realized Evan Mobley doesn't do a lot on his own on offense, like at all. And you throw in Darius Garland, who is small and oftentimes had a guy much bigger than him on him i think i think we before we previewed um the last game we talked about how much of a mismatch nightmare it could be for cleveland against oklahoma city because of all the huge guys on the thunders roster and i saw that in action like you tweeted it this felt like the best one of the season so far to me pretty easily yeah just the level of talent that was on the floor that the thunder went up against i think this is very easily the win of the year um so i like to typically hit like what I thought the theme of the game was mm -hmm. on my post game. What do you think? Like, if you had to say, like, this is the big thing from this game, like, this is what the headline of, of this game should be about. What would you say? It felt like they handled their business. It felt like they, I, I tweeted this also. It felt like they knew how to close the game out. I was kind of feeling leading up to this that they've had some trouble with that, kind of letting teams back in. I felt like they were able, they handled their business tonight. I think With that's some fair. Interesting lineup changes, and we'll get to that. There's there's so many things that could be the headline of this game. Right. It, like you mentioned, it could be the close, which Shea kind of struggled. I, I don't know if struggled. They they threw a lot of double teams at him down they the did. stretch, but he hits a step back three. We get uh, a beautiful offensive possession that led to a J Dove drive down the baseline and a lob to Chet, who dunked over the insane. back of. Um, was it Max Struess, I think was I think in at was. the time. Um, we had another J-Dub drive that missed and Chet got the putback dunk on it. Um, so the closing was interesting. Obviously, you can't bury the lead. 
with Shea Gojus Alexander going for 43, 7, 6, and 3 steals on what are these splits? Uh, 15, 15 of 22. 22. I don't know what that percentage is, no. but a lot. 50% from three, one of two, 12 of 13 from the free throw line. And he got robbed of two and ones tonight. He did. That should have put him at 49. He should have had a 50 burger tonight. You can't raise that lead. And Silva, I don't know about you. I felt like I watched two very different games in the first half to the second half. But the first half to me, the absolute storyline of the first half was Chet Holmgren is an absolute matchup problem. He is. They had to put Jared Allen on him. And it was very clear that the Thunder's offensive philosophy in that first half was swing the ball. If you can, get it to Chet on the perimeter and let him catch it on the move or attack off the dribble because every single time he got around Jarrett Allen and either got to the rim, got fouled, or got that one dribble which gets him to the free throw line, He's blown past Jared Allen. The defense collapses in because you got a seven-footer coming mm-hmm. to the rim, and he's just spraying passes out. I tweeted this the other night, Silva. I think you would attest to this as well. I don't think any of us were prepared for the offensive connectivity that Chet plays with. It's Been not undeniable. just the passes. Mm-hmm. The IQ offensively, it, the playmaking, like it... It blows my mind. It's it's it should not already be at this point, and it is. It's been as seamless as it possibly could be. And he was only credited with two assists tonight. But he, if you look, if hockey assists were a stat you could track easily right here, he would have a ton of those because he kickstarted a ton of good offensive possessions. Like you said, taking Jared Allen off the dribble, passing it out to an open guy who then swing, 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 get a better shot than what Chet initially found, and that all came from him just cooking Jared Allen on the perimeter or cooking Evan Mobley, who I was letting some takes fly tonight that I just think Chet is better than Evan Mobley. Um, Evan Mobley just very limited offensively. Chet kind of put him um, to a little Nick-ism and made Evan Mobley look like a little boy. So I've really enjoyed watching that specific matchup and just Chet in general. I think we talked about refereeing. I don't know how Chet didn't have any free throws. Like, yeah, that's that's strange. I don't even know if you were in your seat at this point, but the first play of the game, I thought was a block, and Chet Mm -hmm. got got called for the foul. Um, But I mean, Sylvan, that second half, he had a play where Donovan Mitchell is coming full speed down the lane. Mm -hmm. Chet goes up and just gets vertical. Yeah, probably twelve feet off the ground, forces a Donovan Mitchell miss. Mitchell gets, or not, I'm sorry, uh, uh, not Evan Mobley. Jared, Jared Allen. Jared Allen gets the ball and goes up for a layup at the rim, and Chet just completely annihilates the shot. So he deters a layup and then blocks the layup in the span of like four seconds. I couldn't believe that. That is something play. this team has not had since Serge Ibaka. No. And honestly, how many teams around the NBA have someone that can? I did not. I was sitting, I was in the hundreds, kind of behind the goal. I didn't see. I, I did not think Chet could recover and get back on that play. I I was so shocked to see him get back and block that shot. And since you sat close tonight, you can probably attest to this as well. The fluidity of Chet hits so much different when you see it up close. It's insane. Every oh my god, it's insane. It's yeah. special. 
it is it is that's why i was so honed in on the mobley chet post-ups in matchup because mobley's quite a bit thicker and looks stronger than chet at this point but chet just looks so more comfortable within his frame and it looks to be more skilled and decisive and as the dog as we like to say here uh what a fun what a fun game dude this is so that's that, that's a lot on chet we could talk about chet forever like all day long what what's another thing from this game that you want to talk about and i've mentioned it over here in the chat but you guys in the chat tonight uh already blowing up keep sending in chat sending questions and Silva and I will hit the questions at the end of the show for sure. We want to get some of your guys' thoughts in here. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will keep an eye on these and we will get to them at the end of the show for sure. Uh, but Silva, what's another thing from tonight? Just something that you thought was important or big or stuck out to you that you want to talk about? I would love to talk about a guy that closed the game over Josh Giddy, and a guy that I think played a damn near perfect game. And that is Kaysen Wallace. Instant, instant impact. And like the perfect matchup against Mitchell or Garland. Every time he came in, instant impact. He had uh, two, let's see, where is his, 14 points, two assists, three rebounds, turned it over twice, whatever. Played incredible defense, I thought, on Mitchell, Garland. I think he was a reason why they both kind of struggled. Garland, more efficient game, 7 of 11. Donovan Mitchell, 8 of 23. He would switch off Lou Dort only to find Cason Wallace there, waiting for him. He, what's his three point percentage? Nice two of three tonight. Is is he ever going to cool off? He's just I so like solid. Someone, the, someone dropped it in the chat here. Let me see if I can find it. His shooting for the season. He is so um, good. Immediately, it looks so comfortable. I from don't know. Uh, K- Carrie got it in the chat here. Uh, this is from Joe Masado. Kason Wallace is twenty six of thirty six. Um, that's gosh. just that's just from the floor. That's not yeah. just from three. Right. He just takes good shots. All the shots are good because he's when he's out there, he's out there with a ton of talent. So the so the shot he ends up with is quality every time. And I don't know. I just I love Kaysen and I can't speak highly enough of him. I think you're gonna win your bet. Uh yeah, you think so? Yeah. I think I, awesome. I I think I popped off a good one there. Um for those of you who don't know, my bet was that Kaysen Wallace would play more minutes and games than Vasilye Mitic. Uh, feeling pretty good. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Kaysen has just been... The, the thing about it, Silva, is he never tries to do too much. Tonight, mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw this. It was there in the fourth. Shea drove in. Uh, the defense collapsed on him. Uh, just like a step below the free throw line, somebody had stepped up to him and he th- put a little drop-off pass on the baseline to Kaysen, who should have caught it and dunked it. Mm-hmm. But Kaysen looked up to the rim before he caught the ball and it slipped through his hands and went out of bounds. Uh, and he yelled, like, in frustration. That's the most emotion I've seen from Kaysen, like, in any game. And he's been splashing threes. He's been ripping Trey, uh, uh, Trey Young and going to the other end and throwing down dunks. Um, I mean, he's been... He's been phenomenal. And that's the only time I've ever seen him show any sort of emotion. Like the dude is as even killed as you can get. Uh, he never gets high, never gets low. He just plays basketball. And it's really impressive uh, what he does. Damn near dunked on uh, Tristan Thompson there in the oh my third, God. early fourth. I think it was in the third. That play, that pass from Shay to Josh who immediately slings it back in yeah. to Kaysen, who goes up for the dunk. That would have been... That would have been so sick. That would have been a violation of human rights. Tristan Thompson's still in the league, apparently. Found yeah, out shout tonight. out to Tristan Thompson. Um, Silva, I want to talk about the end of the game. Mm-hmm. And we mentioned some of the plays down the stretch. Uh, I think it's also important that we talk about who was on the floor and who was not on the floor. Yeah. Uh, the really seemed the closing lineup for this team tonight were the starters, Shea, Lou, Dub, and Chet. Mm-hmm. But then Kaysen Wallace in for Josh Giddy. Josh did come in for inbounding purposes. Yeah. But besides that, uh, he was out post-game. Mark Dagnall talked about when you're playing with a lead, it's really nice to be able to like defend that lead by putting two really high-level point-of-attack defenders in the game. Whereas maybe if it's a really tight game or you're trying to like outscore them down the stretch, maybe Josh comes into play there. Yeah. Uh, I thought that reasoning was interesting. Makes me feel and it reminds me a lot of the beginning of last season. There were a couple games where Josh did not close and the questions got louder and louder and louder about Josh last year. And I think a lot of people are really bringing the questions up about Josh again this year my advice would be just stay the course, man. The kid yep. just turned 21. Mm-hmm. He's only in his third year. Give him till Christmas time. Like he deserves that. Like he deserves and that. And I thought, I thought he started the game really nice today. I, I know we said we're going to talk about the end of the game. We're kind of transitioning into Josh here. I thought he started really well. He was very physical. Defensively, he got uh, like multiple deflections and steals. I thought he was going right at Darius Garland. I thought he was intentionally crashing the glass and trying to get offensive rebounds. Like everything that you wanted to see from Josh, I thought you kind of got in that first half. I kind of just think he's maybe lost a little bit of confidence. He's wrapped up in his own head too much, Mm -hmm. um, trying to do a little too much to force it. 
I think it's going to come around. I am not worried in the slightest. Like, folks, they are not trading Josh Giddy. No. So let's just pump the brakes now. People but, like it's an easy talking point, but he, like you yeah. said, just turned 21. Those discussions with a guy like Sam Presti as a GM, those discussions will not take place for a while. For a while, because he deserves the time. He deserves the patience of the organization. We saw what he did in the, pl- in the playing game against New Orleans. Like, he's a very good player. And it'll come around. It's eight games. Eight games. It'll come around. We're like mm-hmm. two and a half weeks into the season. It's going to come yeah. around. Like, do not worry. Mm-hmm. Although, Silva, we are 10% of the way done with the NBA season. Five and three? Five and three. Pretty impressive. It is. Pretty uh, the impressive. End of the, game, the end of the game was uh, incredible. I noticed there was a lineup out there that was like Shea and Isaiah Joe, Jay Will, I uh, forget who else, maybe Aaron Wiggins, maybe Lou Dort also, and they were sw- trapping and doubling Shea on every possession. Mm-hmm. And I saw, I was watching Mark on the sidelines kind of analyze that situation, immediately brought Dub in. That stopped working. J- like J Dub, who is kind of a closer, like he comes in and makes really good plays at the end of the game. Uh, I do know he turned had a bad turnover at the end of that Warriors game, but on average, I think he's really good at closing the game. He had a three through that and lobbed a Chet, which just required a lot of poise, I think. Um, we know guys are still getting used to being able to throw lobs to people like Chet, so that was awesome. Uh, the, the Chet put back late in the game was sick, and yeah, Donovan Mitchell and Garland like could not get going super late, specifically Mitchell. Like He just looked... Kind of, fr- kind of frustrated, flustered a little bit. Like he was just like, I want to go home. Like this sucks. We we talked about this before we hit record. I hadn't looked at the Cavs box score until we were about to go live on this show. Mitchell tonight had 20 points on 23 shots. He was eight of 23, one of nine from the three-point line. Uh, five rebounds, five assists. Um, this doesn't credit him with any turnovers, which is I, I thought he had turnovers, but maybe not. I did too. Um, every time he shoots the three, I think it's going to splash. Me too. He was one of nine tonight. Uh, Garland was a little more efficient. He was seven of 11, one of three from three, only got one free throw, um, three rebounds, nine assists, 15 points, but eight turnovers for Darius Garland. He had more turnovers than baskets tonight. Yeah. Um, almost as much turnovers as assists. Uh, but the Cavs did shoot more free throws than the Thunder. That is because one Karis Lavert took 16 free throw attempts, JD. Did he really? 16. <laughs> That's insane. It felt like he was always there. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The referee Shea took been... 13, and I thought he did not get nearly enough. No. Not nearly enough. He's not getting... I mean, the, the refereeing is, is kind of out of control early Again, on. They, they, they called off two and ones by Shea, which was just yeah. wild to me. They're living in the extremes right now. They're not calling anything or calling yeah. everything, and I, I don't, don't like it. Uh, I was looking at the play-by-play at the end of the game here. Mm-hmm. Um, let me get back to it real quick, and I'll, I'll tell you... Uh, what all happened here down the stretch? Um, we had, with four minutes left in the game, uh, it's 108-114. Um, well, before that, uh, Lou makes two free throws to put the Thunder up six. Uh, four minutes left in the game, Shea Gilgis-Alexander hits the step-back three to make it 108-117 to go up by nine. Um, the, the next play down the court, is a shade drive and kick to J dub who gives a little pass fake and frees himself up, hits an open three. It's now one Oh eight, one twenty. At that point, you kind of feel like the game is over. It's a 12 point game with mm-hmm. three and a half left. Um, uh, Darius Garland comes down, makes a bucket. Uh, J dub hits a basket. Um, Evan Mobley gets an and one. Uh, Shea drives in, misses a shot. Kaysen gets a tip in. The next uh, Thunder offensive possession is uh, J-Dub drives in, misses a layup. Uh, Chet uh, dunks it on the on the putback. Two offensive rebounds for buckets right there for the Thunder. Um, and then the Thunder end it with Shea making a couple of free throws. Um so just big plays by kind of everyone down the stretch. A, a queso tip in, a dub three, a Shea three, a check put back. Yeah. Um, just very, very crisp all night. Speaking of execution, uh, the Thunder tonight, as far as uh, shooting, they end the game 51% from the field, 43% from three, 93% from the free throw line. Rebounds tied at 41 apiece. The Thunder actually get one more offensive rebound than the Cavs. Saw that. Um, 23 assists, 10 steals for the Thunder, 8 blocks for the Thunder. 8 blocks, um, 3 of which are from Chet, 3 from Lou. Yes. Yes, I kind of feel like we need to talk about Lou. He's just like exactly what we want him to be, I think, right now. He ends the night... 36 minutes. He only shot 3 of 9 from the field, but he was 3 of 5 from 3. Five of six from the free throw line. Had four rebounds, three assists, two steals, three blocks, 14 points. Five stocks for Lou is insane. How many times the last two seasons did you watch Lou Dort and just kind of hold your hands up and be like, oh my God, stop with the reckless driving? Like we So many times. I haven't seen that those. Like the, 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 there has not been reckless head down driving that leads into some insane layup. Like that hasn't really been happening. I don't know if you saw this. I think it was yesterday at media availability after practice. Um, Yoko 
asked Mark Dagnall about Lou's efficiency yeah. uh-huh. and uh, if they've talked about him taking better shots. Uh, and Mark said, yeah, about 8,000 times, mm-hmm. which I thought was funny. Um, stats on NBA.com have updated uh, Lou Dort on the season. 15 points on 53% from the field. He is shooting 52.5% from three on five shots a game, Silva. Yeah. <sighs> a, Lou currently is 53-53. 81 shooting splits four and a half rebounds one and a half assists one steal one block a game makes the contract look like a bargain he is having a hell of a season um case wallace is now 57 percent from the field 69 percent or sorry 69 percent from the field 57 from three 100 from the free throw line chet is 57 56 90 uh, Lou is 54, 52, 80. Uh, where is our boy Shea Gilgis Alexandra? Shea is 51, 32, 90 as far as his shooting splits. Um, yeah, awesome. I, think they're, I think they're doing all right. Dude, this this is absurd. Shea is averaging 28, 7 rebounds, 6.5 assists, 2.5 steals a game. I think it was... Uh, maybe Taylor that put it in our little group chat that he ta- uh, basketball reference tweeted that Shea since the beginning of last season has the most 30 plus point games at 50. He has more than Luca and Tatum and someone else. That's insane. Um, insane. Also, I think this is really cool. Uh, Clemente Almanza tweeted out. Um, they, he asked Lou Dort about helping case and Wallace, Wallace's defense. Lou said, quote, we have group chats where we have clips of whoever we have to guard. We really lock in on that, just watching it. That is sick. That's badass. What's the, do you think the group chat is named? It's, what, what, what would the name be? Mm. There's got to be something. They both have braids. They do. And they're both locked down. Like, there's got to be something, something with the braids. Uh, I, I, our... I want to make a, some sort of shirt about the braided bros or something. I don't know. We, we... Maybe our chat can help us. We got to cook something up. We do. Do you want to do some like rapid fire observations before we close this bad boy out? I have a few. Sure. We also have to hit um, some of the comments yes, from the so chat as comments. well. Uh, you go ahead and hit um, hit your rapid fire stuff. Okay. And I'm going to keep finding these questions and I will ask you them as we uh, close the show tonight. Sweet. Uh, wrap some rapid fire stuff. The Cleveland Cavaliers um, have some depth issues. I noticed right away, like they're playing uh, Gorgeous Niang. Tristan Thompson, Dean Wade, like a lot, like a lot of minutes, and they only have like Okoro is their only main guy right now that's injured. Um, so that was kind of eye opening. I didn't know that about them. So kind of a top heavy squad there, I guess. Um, another one, they put Usman on Garland uh, a lot, and I thought he did a good job. He like kind of flustered him. I that that was one thing I wanted to talk about too, Silva. Uh, we don't have to spend much time on it at all. Nine minutes for Oos. He was a plus nine. Four points, five rebounds, an assist, and a steal in those nine minutes. I thought he was incredibly effective. I wanted him to play more. Uh, and the Davis Bertons random 10-minute cameo, uh, I thought was weird, but it was not, whatever. It was um, yeah. Nine minutes for Oos. Ten minutes for Jay Will. Uh, that Ooh, one I kind of interests good. me as well. He was um, good. I thought he was good, and I think they're slowly working him back up. 
I want to see Us play more if this is what he looks like. I thought he was great and very physical and very aggressive on the glass tonight. And I love to see it. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Davis stuff was weird. Like he he came in and they started playing Limp Biscuit on the Jumbotron. <laughs> and I thought we were gonna have a moment and we did not. And then I was tired of him very soon after. But he played like nine more minutes after that. So we'll see how long that keeps happening. Love it. Um, all right, you want to hit some of these questions? Yes. If you guys got any more, keep dropping them in the chat. Um, but I have started a bunch. So here we go. Um, Raw the Messenger says, tonight felt like the start of something. The team was ready from the tip. What do you think about that, Silva? Kind of agree. Like the execution felt different tonight than it has. I thought they were they were ready to go. They were impressive early, um, and they just kind of kept their foot on the gas. The uh, uh, the Cavs made a made a pushes, and the Thunder just kept responding. Yeah. Um, next one: Are we the best free throw shooting team in the league? I have the answer to that because I'm on stats.nba.com right okay. now. Free throw percentage: Thunder are eighty six point four percent. That would be good for number one in the league. As far as attempts, they are at 10th in the league. But as far as percentage, number one, baby. I I think the Thunder really, the Thunder as as an organization really care about free throw rate. Because back in the in the previous era, Thunder 1.0, they were always insanely high as a team, too. Yep. Um, Uh, Ace Moot says Silva is the Rudy Gobert of the podcast. Um, no. No. I think that was in reference. I was, was trying to figure out what the hell that was about. It, from my upper respiratory the, ailment, I'm dealing You're a with. super spreader. I'm not a super spreader. I've, I have confirmed that. I just our, got guy, our guy, Carrie. Carrie, you're going to have to make sure I get this. Is it Cicero? Cicero? I've always been a little off on how I pronounce your last name, Carrie. So uh, text me and correct me. He's probably going to text me like literally right now. Uh, are we not glad that the Cavs didn't pull the trigger when Sam wanted Mobley? We shouldn't have Giddy, Chet, and J-Dub. Thank the basketball gods. You ever think about that? Does getting does, does if the Thunder pull the trigger for the Mobley trade prevent them from getting Chet? I think it probably would prevent them from getting Chet. And uh, I don't... And maybe Mobley would look different now if he had developed with you know the Thunder's development staff. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of glad the way things have turned out. I think the Thunder were in love with Chet two years ago. Yeah. Um, Mark actually had a quote about that, about how before he even watched Chet play, how Sam and his team had scouted him, and they were just blown away by his competitiveness and his team-orientedness. Like, I would just, I would love to hear the story of when they started scouting Chet and when they knew like that was their guy, because mm-hmm. I feel like it was probably when he was like a junior or a senior in high school. Sam gonna get a picture of him. Like a portrait, like Maury has of Harden. <laughs> um, oh, did Carrie text me? I think I think it is Cicero. <laughs> he did. He did. Is it Cicero. Cicero. Okay, yep. good. That's awesome. Uh, our guy TP in here saying shout out to the fellas. Um, whoa, Mickey. Whoa says I know it's small sample size, but do you think Josh gets traded due to the offense not being able to be played in crunch time? Um, no. I mean, ask me, we should have this conversation like, we need a larger sample size before we start doing that. Like, if that keeps happening, that would be a reason why, but we need to see if it keeps happening first. I have zero belief they are going to trade Josh Giddy 
at yeah. any point in the next 12 months. Yes. Uh, Viking 79 says, I heard the broadcast after the game saying Kaysen shooting percentage is the best for rookies for eight games since like 1983. He wasn't sure or they weren't sure about the year. Um, I would call that pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. It helps when you're playing with four future Hall of Famers, doesn't it? Hello. A, a Smoot says, if Chet ends the season 50-40-90, does that overcome the Wemby hype and get rookie of the year? Um, I think the Wemby hype is... Uh... The one behind is out of control. It's it's out of control, and I got you know, I got an athletic push notification tonight about Wemby's mediocre stat line and a blowout loss in Madison Square Garden. I'm like, why are you sending me this? Right. Yeah. The yeah the the media machine wants Wemby to win Rookie of the Year because he is insanely marketable and obviously very good still. But yes, it would take a lot from Chet. Speaking of 50 40 90s, Rod asks, how often does a team shoot 50 40 90 for a game? Rod. Not that often, I don't think. And it's very good. Uh, Viking back says, Josh gets a lot of misses that look like they should have gone in. Could have had 20 points if the shots would have fallen. Uh, I think the correct word there is fell, not falled. Um, mm. He had one that was like a baseline cut, and he got a pass from J-Dub and had the reverse and just smoked it. Like, yeah. It's just those little bunnies. Like If those go, we're having a completely different conversation. Same exact thing happened last season. I remember, I remember getting on post-game pods and saying, why is he he's just missing all the easy stuff? What's going on? And he fixed it. So we'll see. Um, our guy, Arvin. I don't know if Arvin's been in the chat recently. He used to be very frequent. So Arvin, welcome back if you haven't been in the chat frequently. If you have, I'm just an idiot. Apologies. He says that closing lineup of Shea, Dort, Kaysen, J-Dub, and Chet is scary. Was that a glimpse of the future Death Five? That'd be really cool if it was. I could also see Giddy being there if he could uh, maybe space the floor a little bit more. But yeah. Last one, maybe my favorite one. David trying to nickname the, yeah. the Lou Queso lockdown yeah. machine with the braids. The Brady Bunch. It's pretty damn That's, good. Uh, I love that. You deserve applause for that one. Love that. Silva, any other thoughts before we get out of here on this game? Um, I wish I hadn't predicted they would lose this one. <laughs> That's about it. A uh, a very fun game tonight. Um, we will have our updated standings on Sunday, but Justin will be with you guys on Friday after the Kings game. Mm-hmm. That should be a very, very fun one. Maybe some of us will make cameos. Who knows? Uh, but Silva, you're the host. Take us out. Folks, thanks for watching. Thanks for hanging out with us in the comments, being very active in the comments. Uh, love talking with you guys. Um, what a good win. This feels like the start of something. Knock on wood, everyone. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in, listening afterwards, etc., etc. We will see you Friday. Justin will see you Friday, potentially others on Friday. Um, that's all. Adios and thunder up.